Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special Thursday night edition of Sports Urban Legends. Hello, my host, Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, William Ramo. What's up, Mac? What's going on? Hey, man. How's it going? I'm doing good, man. Anything, anything you know, major happened sports-related, um, you know, in the in the last couple of days? Oh, yeah. I know Mets fans uh, know what happened in the last few days, of course. What would that be, my friend? Oh, man. Well, I don't even have to say it. Go ahead, Will. Is it, can I give Go you a clue? Go ahead spread the news. Can I give you a clue? Uh, I, I know. Trust me, I know. But go, go ahead. <laughs> is that in your theme song? You know, of your, you know, your your guys who always win all the titles. Known yeah, to man. yeah. Uh-huh. Every, every championship known to mankind. You guys won the M- yeah. the, the World Series, the, the Stanley Cup, the 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 Stanley, the Super Bowl. You know, the the all of them, man. You guys win yeah. it all. Yeah, go ahead, man. Who the celebrate? <laughs> celebrate. Who the little little old team? Little team in the Queens, you know, when you know, sweep you guys, man. Like, who would have thought it? Yeah, man. It's like I saw I saw the parade this morning on TV. I, know. I saw I saw Mr. Met, the yeah. broom sweeping. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, it's the great. Yeah. That was a great World Series win, but I'm not sure. You know, thanks, man. Okay. Thanks. Twenty-two <laughs> years overdue, man. You know. Yeah. You know, we're gonna hold on Man. to that win. We're gonna say that those wins for October, hopefully, you know. Well, <laughs> hey, great, great, great two wins, man. <laughs> great two wins. <laughs> but seriously, how's everything with you, man? Good, good, man. It's good. Doing real good. But yeah, all joking aside, man. Uh, thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, for um, you know, checking out this episode. Uh, on today's show, of course, we're going to be talking about the um, Subway Series sweep. You know, so far the Mets and the Yankees, uh, uh, you know, they they played the their their first two games of the season at City Field. They're going to be playing each other again at Yankee Stadium in August, where you know, obviously the Yankee fans think it'll be the exact opposite of what happened. You know, but we'll see what happens next month. Of course, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the um, the Knicks rumors with, you know, surrounding Donovan Mitchell. Uh, that the both New York teams made a trade. Um, you know, the Yankees. You know, they made the bigger move getting uh, Ben Attendee. You know, coming to coming to the Bronx. Uh, um, Mets made a minor deal um, just a few moments ago. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into that. Uh, we're also going to preview the. Survivor Series, at, uh, rather the SummerSlam. Yeah, we're going to get. I'm getting a little too ahead of myself. It's not Survivor Series yet. It's SummerSlam. Uh, well, but then again, WWE's getting a little over over them ahead of themselves too, because SummerSlam is usually in August, but for whatever reason, they they put it to to July. I, I, yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Um, uh, AEW had their uh, what was it Fire Fire Fest Fighter Fest. Um, Last night, you know, we'll talk about that as well, and uh, whatever else is on your guys' minds. Um, of course, you know the number is five six three nine 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 three five two nine. That's five six three nine 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 three five two nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We'd love to hear from you. You know, you could talk about, you know, Durant possibly getting traded to the Celtics. You could talk about if you think 
Donovan Mitchell will get traded from the Jazz to to um you know to the Knicks. Um, you could talk about if you're a Mets fan, if you you're enjoying this, you know this win against the Yankees. If you're a Yankee fan, you know you could talk about you know, you know um how you feel the Yankees are going to come back. And yeah, to their credit, the Yankees did get a walk off win. They got inspired by the Mets yesterday. They got their walk off win. So, you know, a happy recap for the Yankee fans. Well, a, a, a win for the Yankee fans, I should say. You know. Um. But yeah. You know the deal, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, feel free to call us 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We're here for you. Uh, with that said, um, yeah, I mean, let's, I guess let's um, talk about the Mets, man. I mean, well, I guess the Mets and Yankees, since it was, the Subway Series just, you know, went down yesterday. Um, yeah, it was a, uh, you know, a huge win. Uh, you know, Mets against the Yankees, you know, the, the, the Mets have the Braves breathing down on their necks. Um, they're up uh, well, three three games to my knowledge. I don't think the Braves play today. I'd, I'd have to um, uh, double check with that. Um, but you know the Mets. Um, you know they they beat up the the Yankees. Uh, what was it um, Tuesday night? Um, the the Yankees up to, were up two nothing. I think Judge and Rizzo hit a home run, and then in the the first they they came back. And um, scored four runs. Uh, Eduardo Escobar with a big home run. Marte, you know, I know you you guys are gonna remember that name because I'm gonna bring that name up in in about a minute or so. So yeah, he had a big home run. Walker had his best game as a Mets. Um, You know, striking out the Yankees, um, keeping the Yankees at bay. and then uh, Diaz, man, Diaz, he's he's been having a historic year. Struck out over fifty-one percent of the batters he's faced. Uh, he's he's just been dominant. He, he struck out four Yankees. Um, um, and, and highlighted by Gallo, um, in the eighth, and uh, he struck out what the um, you know, three other batters, uh, the Yankee batters. So, uh, the Yankees uh, fell to the Mets. Um. What's the final score? Seven to four, seven five. I can't remember the, the, the final score. I'd have to double check. But um, in uh, was like, and then uh, of course last night, uh, Mets was leading two nothing on Max Serger's 38th birthday. Um, you know he was wheeling and dealing against the Yankees, highlighted by how he kept uh, Judge in check. You know gave Judge that that sombrero. Striking out three times, uh, Judge went over over five, I think, in that game last night. Um, yeah, and then I, of, of course, as soon as they took Serger out, because uh, I think it was Serger struck out like six guys um, in seven innings, and um, yeah, the the Yankees man, they just kept threatening the whole game. They, you know, they had like two or three people on base all the time, but you know, thank God for Serger, he he was able to. You know, hold them in check, especially um, Judge. And Judge was guilty, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta admit that Judge was guilty, man. He left all those guys on base, and then of course, um, 
you know, once Sorcerer came out, uh, David Pearson, uh, you know, usually a starter, but he, he he's in the pen right now. Um, he gave up that uh, two-run blast to uh, to um, um, I'm trying to remember his name, uh, Glaber Torres. And you know, just like that, the Yankees got the, the you know they were back in the ball game, tied two-two. Gotta admit, you know, I won't front. I you know I was you know getting worried about this this lead. I was actually about the game because you know they just blew the lead that easily. Two batters in. Then um, Seth Lugo had a vintage Seth Lugo performance, and um, you know he he kept the the. Um, the um the Yankees in, in check. Uh you know, he went what, one in one and two thirds in I think it was. Yeah. So I mean he was he was he was wheeling and dealing and you know with Diaz um throwing twenty two pitches uh on, on Tuesday night, they weren't gonna use him. And out of out of Vino, the former Yankee of course, you know, they used him as well on the Tuesday night, so they weren't they stayed away from them and uh, fortunately, um, Lugo had a vintage performance, and then um, you know um, Marte got the the big hit um, to score. Um, trying to remember who he scored. Was it was it Escobar? I think it was Escobar. If I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. So all in all, great win for the Mets. Mets sweep the Yankees. Um, you know they. You know they they maintain their their lead on the the Braves, most more importantly, and um, yeah, man. Oh, what what can you say? The highlight of highlight of that that sweep was just seeing Mr. Met, the mild mannered Mr. Met. You know, <laughs> sweeping sweep sweeping right after the the game was over as the Yankees left the field. You know, thinking they owned thinking they owned City Field. But sorry, folks, you guys got your, your your stadium in the Bronx. So the Yankees, you know, of course they went back to the back to the Bronx, you know, with their new shiny toy, Benetendi, and uh, they got the walk off win. The, the the Mets, you know, the Mets they they had their ninth walk off win against the Yankees, uh, the most in uh, you know the Subway Series, and uh, of course. Yankees bouncing back, you know, with their tail between their legs, you know, and their 27 world championships, you know, which Yankees fans love to point that out, you know. They were sad, you know. Thinking about leaving New York, maybe moving to Philadelphia perhaps. But, you know, props to the Yankees, man. They came back tonight, won, won, uh, won on a walk-off win against the Royals. And um, the Yankees got their 12th walk-off win of the, the year. And, uh Mac, I'm pretty sure you couldn't be any happier. So, what's your thoughts on the Yankees these past couple of um, days? Yeah, well, you know, great, great win uh, for the Mets. You know, uh, but the Yankees, um, you know, the Yankees aren't gonna dwell on those two losses. You know, we got more games to go, so you know, we gotta move on, and that's what they did today, pretty much. They got Andrew Benintendi, which is mm-hmm. a great addition to the team. I mean, I would have preferred Juan Soto, but mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I mean, maybe they might still try to trade for Juan Soto. Who knows? I but think so. Right now, um, I think Benetton is a great addition. I mean, the guy gets on base. Um, he's hitting for over 300, and he has a great on-base percentage. Um, 
a very good hitter, you know, as we saw in his Red Sox days, you know, world champion back in 2018 with the Red Sox. Um, although tonight doesn't look like he did did really good. He was 0-4 in his debut. But uh, hopefully um, he'll do better, you know, in the games to come. But I think this was a good trade. And I think uh, now the Yankees, you know, they need some reinforcements because they've had some injuries lately. You know, they have Stanton, who missed the um, Subway Series, who was who owns City Field, by the way. Um, but <laughs> the, Stanton, Stanton. I, I didn't, I didn't get the memo on that. <laughs> uh, I, I doubt that. But Stanton, he, I think he was like, what well, they said he was like what um, seven or ten home runs in City Field, something, some crazy uh, number like that. You do know he played <laughs> with the Marlins before that, right? Oh yeah, that's what I'm like saying. He had all, if he had all those home runs with the Yankees... No, I'm not saying as a Yankee. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. in his career, you know, against the well, Mets. Yeah. He, play, he played in, uh, you know, with the... Um, with, with right. The, with, right. The, with the Marlins. So, of course, yeah, he has some opportunities. So, right. yeah, okay. You know. But he he missed the series, you know, with an mm-hmm. oblique injury. So, he'll be back, hopefully, within the next week or so. Um and right now we've got, we've gotten some guys in the bullpen that's been injured, so we need some reinforcements right now. You know, getting Benettini is is good. I think we need to go after another guy in the starting lineup because Severino, you know, he's injured, so we don't know when we're getting him back. And um, you know, some of these guys are as well as they played, you know, during the first half of the season. You know, right now, you know, they're coming back to get to earth a little bit. So I think this is a good time for us to, you know, get some guys add to the team because right now we are in a slump since the All-Star break and we've got swept by the Astros, you know, coming off the second half. Uh, we lost, what, 10 of our last 15 games. So it's better to have a slump now than have a slump, you know, later in the year heading into the postseason. So if the Yankees right now can just stay – 500, you know, over these next few weeks until they start getting some of these guys back. Uh, I think uh, we should be okay. I mean, we still have the best record right now in baseball, fortunately. Well, but, you know, Astros are breathing down our throat in the uh, American League. So uh, we just got to stay above, you know, water level right now. So, but it was a great win tonight. You know, that walk-off, it looks like Aaron, Aaron Judge. I, I missed some of the game because I fell asleep. But it looks like Aaron Judge uh, had another walk-off home run uh, for the Yankees tonight to to win against the Royals. So uh, yeah, no, all the all the Yankees have to do is you know not panic. You know they have not been playing good these last 15 games, but you know that's it happens. You know you ex- you expected that to happen because they played like they were unbeatable. You know for the first half of the season. So uh, hopefully now you know this doesn't become something much bigger than uh than what it has been the last 15 games yeah like you said um you know yankees you know they're gonna they're gonna go through their their um slumps like every team you know but most important for them they 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 uh bounced back earlier uh well i should say tonight you know they're back to their winning ways they got ben attendee yep. who, who should definitely you know um help out the offense and I hear he's willing to uh, get vaccinated, which, you know, some people were thinking that could have been, a, you know, a problem with him coming to New York, you know, yeah. um, 
you know, playing for either teams, you know, whether he would, you know, be with the Mets and he would have, uh, you know, played in the world, potential World Series with, the, with, with Toronto, or as he is right now, he's traded to the Yankees and, uh, you know, playing some games with, in Toronto, you know, because they, they don't, they have a, a no, no talent, no talent, zero tolerance when it comes to, no, you know, not being vaccinated. So uh, now Ben attendee, he, he came off to a slow start today, but, you know, I think it's a, it's a great move for the Yankees, uh, for them to, um, to get them. And like you said, I don't, they're not out of it. They're not out of the sort of sweep, sweepstakes, you know, so I got a shot to get them, prove the bullpen and, uh, and, and possibly get Castillo from the Reds. So, um, yeah. You know, the the sky is the limit for the Yankees. You know, uh, let's see. Oh, so it looks like yeah, it was Judge who hit the walk off home run, the walk off blast, the elusive home run. Oh yeah. He tried to, he tried yeah. to get against um Serger in the in the you know, yesterday, you know. I mean he did hit one on Tuesday. You know, but now he got that elusive home run. You know, it's uh, you know he finally put one over the wall, as the Yankees theme song says. You know, yeah, so. well, Judge has had uh, several walk-offs this year. You know. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah. How many home runs does guy has? Like almost forty. Like. Uh, he might be at forty right now, for all I know. Yeah, I mean he's he's been having a phenomenal season. You know, the Yankees yeah. gotta they gotta pay the man. You know. Definitely, they, uh, they try I mean, to think about getting Soto. They gotta, they gotta give this guy a contract extension. Which I think they will. You know? Yeah, I mean, it it would be un-Yankee like if they didn't. Yeah. So, you know, props to him. He got the he he uh, hit another home run and send the Yankees home. Send the Yankees home happy. Thirty-nine yeah. home runs. Two two ninety-three. Thirty-eight. 39 home runs, 83 RBIs, with an on percent, on base percentage 1,028. Man, I mean, this is not even over yet. Unbelievable! This dude's having a, a Babe Ruth-esque season, right, right here. Yeah, guy's got essentially like 50 home runs and maybe 100 over 100 something RBIs. Oh yeah. Maybe 60 I'm not judging the guy. Season. I'm not judging the guy, but he's. I mean, he's. I mean, he's. He's great. What can you say? But, uh, yeah, also uh, switching gear with the the Mets, of course, I told you about the Benatendi trade. Uh, Mets made a a minor move. uh, Like, I'd say probably made about a half hour ago or so. Um, Yeah, let me tell you what that is. Um, Let's see. Yeah, basically, the Mets... They uh they acquired Tyler McQuinn, not to be confused with Nyquil, and um and uh, a left-handed pitcher Philip Deal uh, from the Reds. Uh, Nyquil as as of right now is batting two forty-five, six home runs. Um, and let's see, he's a left-handed hitter. Um. 
finished third in the AL Rookie of the Year with the with the with the Indians in in, in 2016. And his best year um, ha- happened to be last year when he hit uh, 19 home runs with the Reds. And uh, well, Deal, the guy who the the Mets got in the deal, no pun intended. His he he his ERA is nine nine forty seven. <laughs> With 15 strikeouts and six walks and 19 inning pitch, um, let's see. So deal was traded to the Reds from the Yankees in the deal that sent Mike Tockman Tuck, to um, to New York. Your boy, your former boy, from a few years ago. Um, so basically, um, this guy Night Quinn, he's you know he's He's going to, uh, you know, be a guy off the bench. Uh, he's an outfielder, and um, yeah, it's a minor move that the Mets made. Uh, there's rumors that maybe they might get rid of Jankowski, uh, even though he's a popular dude. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, this is not the biggest move that the Mets make uh, before the trading deadline. Uh, we'll see what happens. And then, of course, a few days ago, they got uh, Daniel Vogelbach, who uh, you know, who's you know, basically, the, you know, their DH slash pinch hitter, um, you know, that they got in the in the deal with the Pirates. And then they made a minor league a minor trade uh, and got a, a a catcher from the um, from the Pirates as well. Um, so yeah, so far the Mets, you know, they um, they they've won seven of their last ten games. Of course, uh, highlighted by the um, Subway Series, of, you know, these past couple of days. And um, yeah, not, the Mets are still looking to improve in the bullpen. You know, will they perhaps get David Robertson, the former Yankee? Will they will they upgrade at catcher with Wilson Contreras, um, who? Looks like it, you know who, who um, basically um, you know um, hugged his teammates and thanked the fans, the, the Chicago Cubs fans, for all the years he's been with the team. Uh, that since the the championship um, year in 2016, he's, he's been with that team. So you know he thanked the fans and his teammates. You know for you know in case if he gets potentially traded before the um, the August uh, deadline. Um, so yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens, uh, you know. Yeah, Mets um, definitely need to address some of their concerns as well, I think, you know. Mm-hmm. As well as they've been playing, you know, I think they do need some more, uh, offensive help a bit, mm-hmm. it looks like. Uh, maybe this move will help them, you know, a, a little bit, but, um, but yeah, what other reinforcements do you think the Mets, what other trades do you think they should make? Yeah, they def- they definitely got to make a trade with the Cubs before the August uh, two uh, deadline uh, because yeah they they really need to work on that bullpen that bullpen our bullpen's kind of um, shaky a bit you know other than Diaz who's having a career year uh, Lugo he he turned back the clock for one day um, but. You know, even Drew Smith, who's always been great, he's been he's been shaky this year, and now he's on the the IL now. So they re- they really need 
they really need a, a at least one more guy. I mean, if they could find a way to to trade back, you know, with the Angels to get Aaron Loop back, who was phenomenal, uh, you know, last year, and get David Robertson and hey, maybe even get Fulmer from, uh, you know, a guy they traded Cespedes for. Um, they they just really need to bolster this bullpen. To be honest with you, they need like at least two or three more guys for this bullpen. This yeah. bullpen has been shaky. And the guy who they who was pitching the best for them, other than Diaz, uh, Colin Holderman, they traded him to the Pirates. The, the kid was like four and zero with a with a low ERA, and they traded him to the Pirates for Volger Bach. So I mean, they you know this this bullpen this bullpen really needs help, man. Um, but hopefully, uh, you know, help is on the way with uh, with um, the Grom you know, expected to pitch um, this upcoming week. Yeah, this upcoming week, Serzer and, and, and um, DeGrom are finally going to pitch back-to-back games. They're going to uh, – because DeGrom's going to finally pitch his – throw his first, you know, uh, pitch in his first uh, start, hopefully, uh, I think either the first or the second. So it's going to be good to see those guys finally um, pitching – pitching back-to-back, you know. Hopefully they could stay healthy and uh, do another miracle for the Mets. It's been a long time since 86. We need another one, so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, shifting gears um, to, the, to the Knicks and um, – yeah, man, this is um, – I don't know if you heard, but um, Mark Jackson said that he thinks the 90 Knicks would have won had they not traded him. Would you agree or disagree with that? You mean the 93 team? Any uh, – he said the 90s, the 90s Knicks team. Because remember, he got traded, I think, uh, after the 92 season. Right. So you're saying had he stayed throughout the 90s, with the Knicks, we would have won a title. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know because I mean, I mean, we ninety three, ninety four, we still went to the finals without Mark Jackson, so we still made it all the way, uh, and we still had a chance to win without him. Ninety three, I mean, Bulls were just better at Jordan. Uh, I don't know if your Mark Jackson would have made a difference. I think the guy we shouldn't have traded after the 92 season, was Xavier McDaniel. Because that guy brought us toughness. That guy could shoot. And that guy was like, he could go inside anytime he wants. That guy was better than Charles Charles Smith, the guy we did trade for um, the the following season in in 93. But we should have kept Xavier McDaniel on on that team. I mean, you saw the toughness that he brought to the Knicks in the, in that series against the Bulls in 92. And for whatever reason, I don't know why we didn't re-sign him, but that was a bad that was a bad move by the Knicks office to not bring him mm-hmm. back. I think if we brought him back, we could have easily won the championship maybe the following year or in 94. I think so. But Jackson, I, I don't know if Mark Jackson would have made a difference, to be honest with you. Because Jackson... Yeah. You know, he was not a great shooter. 
And he also was kind of – he was not – I mean, Nick's willing to play at the faster pace as well, and he was kind of slow a bit. But he was a – I mean, he was a leader for our team, and he was a great passer. But, uh, you know, I don't think Mark Jackson would have made a difference, you know, on those uh, teams that um, made it further in the playoffs after he left. You know what? Um, I think I I, I kind of agree with him. We'll never know, but I think, you know – um, he would never had like a, a Hall of Fame type guy with him for for a long period of time. You know what I'm saying? So I think if, if Mark Jackson could have stayed, uh, he, he could have potentially made a difference. They could have possibly won one, possibly you know. But you know, we'll never know. Obviously, they they never could get past Jordan. So, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a tough thing. A tough. Um, hypothetical scenario. But I think we would have had a chance had we kept them. But how so? I mean, we how, we had them 92 and we didn't make, we didn't go, we didn't go anywhere in 92. So I don't see right. like what difference that would make. And then when we, when we did get rid of them, we went to the finals in 94. So like how much of a difference would have Mark Jackson would have made? I mean, Jackson is a good player, but I mean, let's be honest. He, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't that big of a difference maker on the Knicks, you know. I mean, he he was a great passer at the time, but I mean, would he have provided that scoring? No. I mean, yeah. Mark Jackson was not a scorer, you know. Obviously, yeah. So I don't see how that would have made a difference. You know, again, I think the guy that we and I say to this day that we should have kept was Xavier McDaniel. I mean, that guy, if you go back to the 92 series and you watch that, I don't know why we got rid of that guy. But if we had kept him and not gotten Charles Smith, mm-hmm. you know, if if that was Xavier Daniel in 93, he would have definitely dunked that ball. Oh, yeah. being blocked several times by the Bulls in that game, was it game oh, five, yeah. you know, in the yeah. garden. So I, I'm with you on that. That was, uh, yeah, man, he's, he's still getting blocked right now as we're speaking. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he would have been a big difference, you know, if we had re-signed him. But I don't I don't know what why the Knicks did not do that. Yeah, man, that probably the 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 first glaring heartbreak I could think of as a Knicks fan, seeing him getting blocked like that. Yeah. And then you and then you fast forward, um, you know. Um, Spreewell in that '99 World uh, in the '99 Finals when he had like then practically the entire Spurs team, you know, the, you know, guarding him while he's trying to put up a shot, you know. But obviously, it's a, a different circumstance because um, there, there's no excuse for for um, what you would call it, <laughs> Smith getting his shot black like that. Well, now, everybody knew that Spreewo was was like our, our top guy on that team, you know, where he went, where he went uh, uh, hurt that 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 uh, playoff series. Now, so why they're gonna double, triple team him? N- now, while I think, think, while I think that Mark Jackson wouldn't have made a difference in '93 or '94, mm-hmm. I do think he would have made a difference if he had not gone to the Pacers you know, in 95 or 97 or 98, because he did yeah. help those teams against the Knicks. So if yeah. we had had him on the Knicks in those years, yeah, I think that would have made a difference. 
you know, yeah. in the in the latter years when the Pacers were will get past the Knicks. But that's other my than point that, too. that that's know. my point too, because I'm saying like after um you know the hiatus with with Jordan or or after the the end of the that era with the um you know with the with the Bulls dynasty, you know that that was that small window of opportunity, because you know in good conscience we can't we can't we can't boldly say oh for sure we would get past the past Jordan because we never did, you know what I mean? Uh, while Jordan was there, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I think with that with those small window when Jordan wasn't there, possibly he could have helped us, you know. But yeah, yeah, I think '95 he, he he probably I mean he did help that Pacers team even like in '97. Well, I don't know the Bulls because the Bulls when Jordan came back, I mean they were still there they were very dominant as well. Um, Except I for '95. When uh, you know he was a little, um, you know he was. Well, he you know, came he, back. He was, yeah, he just came right. back out of retirement. Yeah. Right. He was yeah. his his old self, and of course, the um the Magic was the only team that that defeated him, you know, in the nineties uh, during that time after, you know, they overtook uh, the Pistons. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think. Um, you know, and Jackson was on that ninety. Was he on that two thousand team? That beat the Knicks in the conference finals. I, I think, think he was. so. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Let me let me double check. Yeah, I think he was on that team. You know, maybe if we had him on the Knicks that year. You said in, in 2000, right? 2000, yeah, when the Pacers beat the Knicks in the conference finals. Uh, yeah, he was on the Pacers, and then he okay. um he went to the Raptors the tw- 2000 and 2001 uh, series when we yeah. lo- when we uh when we. <laughs> Which was the end, which was officially the end of the era of the Knicks. Right. You know. I well, I think in those years anyway, he was on the decline. So. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well yeah. So um, I don't yeah, I don't think it would have made a difference either on on. Because he, he did he didn't he come to the Knicks around two thousand two or something like that. Yeah, two thousand one, two thousand and two, he came back to the Knicks. Yeah, I, think the, so. I think he retired as a Knicks, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, yeah. Oh uh, no, he did. Um, he uh, after after two thousand one, two thousand two, he um, oh, he was sent in the Antonio McDyess trade. Oh, okay. And then he uh he got waived. He got he signed with Utah Jazz as uh, Stockton's um backup. And then he signed with the Rockets in '04. Uh, to back up Steve Francis, and you know that was in his career. But um, um, do you think um, do you think uh, Donovan Mitchell will will get traded here? Uh, hmm, that's a it's possible right now. You know, I'm always hearing every day. I'm hearing different things um right now i'm not i don't know man i'm unsure if he's just gonna be coming nick i don't know what's gonna happen at this point man um this is a you know i'll, I'll believe when i see it you know i think he wants to come here i mean you know he's a huge mess fan you know he was at the game tuesday night you know you know trolling the yankee fans and stuff but um yeah, man, I, 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 you know, it would be great to see him come, but 
I think Danny Ainge is going to play hardball and just he's trying to fleece us, man. He's trying to do his typical fleecing around this time of year. You know, so I think he's going to get traded to, to Miami, you know, but, you know, hopefully I'm wrong. Because this guy, he, you know, he, you know, he got that Celtic blood in him still. So he's going to try to screw, screw us over. The time will tell if, uh, you know, if we, you know, if we're we able to get the pieces. And right now the rumor is, is that R.J. Barrett's not going to be in the deal because they don't want to give him that, you know, that contract extension. Um but you know Quentin Grimes is going to be in that trade. Um, you know Evan Fournier um, has been rumored to be in that that move. Um, Cam Reddish and a bunch of a bunch of picks, a boatload, a Noah's Ark size, you know, a, pick, a bunch of picks on you know that that's coming coming their way. Like it's man, I. Yeah, and then, you know, you're going to have Grimes. You might have, um, I'm trying to think who else might be in this. Jericho Sims, maybe. I mean, we just don't know who's going to be in this this uh, this trade. Qu- um, Qu- uh, what's his name again? Uh, quickly, possibly. You know, we, we, you know, we just don't know who's going to be in this move. Um, the only guy we know that's definitely not going to be in the move is Mitchell Robinson because he signed the contract and he can't be traded until December 15th. Um, and then hopefully, you know, R.J. Barrett, if the rumor is true that he they, he won't, the, the Jazz don't want him because they don't want to sign that contract. And, of course, you know, the Knicks don't want to trade um, R.J. Barrett. Okay, how about this, Max? Which one do you think will most likely happen? Durant gets traded to Celtics or, or um, the Knicks get Mitchell? We say that again. I said, which one you think is going to most likely happen? Durant get traded to the Celtics or the or the Knicks? Durant gets traded to the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I, I wish I, I wish you were wrong, but unfortunately, I I think that's that's more realistic. Because man, Durant can use all his superstar power to get him on a, on a superstar team, man. Mm-hmm. Whether yep. it's Phoenix, his first choice, or 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 um, Boston, I mean, he, he he's definitely he's definitely not gonna be in no, in no rebuilding situation. Yep. So, yeah, time will tell what what's gonna go down in the NBA. And we'll let you know if there's any blockbuster deals that uh that that happens, you know, affecting the especially the Knicks and the Nets. But um, yeah, let's shift gears, man. You excited about the SummerSlam? Yeah, uh, waiting to see what the well, even though it's a bit earlier than we usually get SummerSlam. Um, yeah, I am looking forward to seeing this review this Saturday. Mm-hmm. I imagine that I'm uh, waiting in anticipation. All right, so we're going to dive right into it. 
you know, the big news in WWE is that uh, Vince McMahon uh, officially retires from WWE. Uh, Triple H is going to take over the creative um, stuff that's going on behind the scenes. Stephanie and Nick Khan is going to be working, um, you know, in the business side of it. Um, And then reportedly... The rumor is is that Brock Lesnar, you know, the announcement was made that Vizek Man, you know, is no longer with WWE. He reportedly stormed out. And um, yeah, CM Punk, he um, he basically um, criticized WWE, you know, because he felt they were being hypocritical. Uh, let me see. Let me see what he what he said. Um, okay. Uh, you know, because the the people are, you know, a bunch of people are thinking that, you know, with Triple H in charge, you know, he's going to make it, you know, like NXT. You know, he's going to try to make it more exciting, more innovative. But Punk um, doesn't doesn't think so, you know. he This is what he said. You think because he tweeted that I'm, re- I'm retired, you think he's not going to be hands-on and he's going to, in reference to Vince. I don't think this, but I don't think the structure there, I don't think, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think the culture there changes at all. I think it is what it is. Uh, let's see what he was saying. Um, uh, let's see what did he say. Because, um, you know, there was other quotes that he was saying that, um, that he feel like, um, WWE is being hypocritical, you know, when um, when he walked out on the company in 2014, you know, they criticized him about being a quitter. When Sasha Banks and Naomi, you know, left, um, you know, earlier this year, a few months ago, you know, they, they, they basically uh, publicized on the air that, they, you know, they quit, you know, they quit on the company and let down the fans. So he, so um, CM Punk was wondering where's that same energy uh, when allegedly Brock Lesnar reportedly walked out in the company and then ended up coming back at the end of the show. Um, so yeah, that's why he was, you know, wondering why they they're not criticizing um, Brock Lesnar for basically doing the same thing that he and Shasha and Naomi did. Do you agree or disagree with him? Uh, yeah, I kind of agree. I kind of agree with that. You're right. It's a bit, uh, I guess, hypocritical, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely agree. I mean, we don't know what happened to Sasha and uh, Naomi. They're breaking points because... Up until that point, they 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 never seemed like the type of ladies who would just up and quit. I mean, yeah. they, you know, they must have really had their breaking point, bunch of broken promises, and for them to do something like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's let's um. Yeah, let's dive right into this uh, SummerSlam 
That's going to happen on Saturday night. All right, so we got Mysterio's. Uh, Dominic and Ray. Ray celebrated his um his um his his 20th anniversary in WWE on Monday Night Raw. Even though he debuted on SmackDown back you know in 20, 2002. Uh, so basically, um, the, the Mysterios, um, especially um, Ray, he got attacked by Judgment Day um, in front of his family. In front of his uh, his daughter and his his wife, um, but now they're gonna try to get their revenge. Mysterios versus Judgment Day. Um, who do you think's gonna win, Damian Damian Priest and Finn Balor, or Dominic and Rey Mysterio? So this would be their first match as a faction, if I'm not mistaken. Um, their first big match as a faction. So I can't mm-hmm. see Judgment Day losing. So I'm gonna go with Judgment Day. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna to have to agree with you for the same exact reasons too. Because if they lose to Mysterio, I mean that's, I mean that's a wrap. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's nothing more to the feud. Yeah. They got their revenge, and that's it. Speaking of revenge, you got Logan Paul versus his former uh, tag team partner, The Miz. And I'm picking Logan Paul to win this one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pick Logan Paul as well. And then you got next, you got Bianca Belair versus her, her rival, Bianca, uh, Becky Lynch, for the Raw Women's Championship. Then Bianca Belair is going to hold on to it still. That's you. Um, but I get Becky Lynch, man. This could go either way. I can see, I can easily see Becky trying to uh, regaining the championship. Um, but maybe it might be too early, though. So. Uh-huh. there, I mean, it's still only been a few months since she got she's had the title. Um, this would be tough, man. Man. Uh, I'm going to go with Becky Lynch regaining the title. All right. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey, SmackDown Women's Championship. I think Ronda's going to regain it, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking that, too. I'm like, hmm. Is Liv Morgan going to be like a transitional champion that quickly after she won the title just now? Yeah, I mean, I can't re- realistically see I, I can't realistically see Ronda Rousey losing to her again. Uh, uh, unless Liv Morgan turns heel or has somebody interfere in her match, Ronda Rousey is going to definitely win this match. Yeah. Let's see. Um... Maybe even a toxic attraction. Uh, Mandy Rose's um, faction in NXT could pop up. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, up next is the Usos versus the Street Profits with Jeff Jarrett as a special guest referee. Um, I'm picking the Usos to retain it. 
man. I think I'm gonna go for the upset. I'm gonna go with the Street Profits. All right. And then, unfortunately, we have Bobby Lashley versus the uh, versus Theory um, for the WWE United States Championship. Um, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Lashley to win, but you know the way how they're pushing Theory, you know I wouldn't be surprised if he won. But uh, man. I am going to go with Bobby Lashley to retain it. What about uh, Pat McAfee versus um, Happy Corbin? I'm going with Happy Corbin. Actually, you know what, Machine? I'm going with Pat McAfee. I'm picking Pat McAfee as well. Yeah. Then last but not least, you got Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Last man standing match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Who you got? I'm going with Roman Reigns. Yeah, I'm going with Roman Reigns too. Unless if Roman Reigns is going to take a vacation, I don't see him losing to Brock Lesnar. And it should be a. I mean, I, these, some of these matches are um, are going to be very good. I think. Looking forward to a lot to several of these matches. So yeah, it should be a very good SummerSlam. Should be. Um. Yeah. Let's move on to. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, by the way, guess who? Guess who? Guess who? Um. Tried to try out for WWE. Who? Dwight Howard. Wow. Dwight Howard? Yep. What the hell? Crazy. Apparently he wants to be a WWE superstar after he retires. Kind of like wow. uh, Ennis Cantor. This is crazy. All right, shifting gears to um, AEW. Yeah, they had the Fighter Fest um, event these past couple of weeks, and um, yeah, they finally concluded uh, on on uh, Wednesday night. So here's what happened on week one: Wardlow defeated Orange Cassidy um, to um, you know to uh, what you want to call it to. Um, Retain the um the AEW TNT Championship. John Moxley, the interim uh, AEW champion, he defeated Konoski Takashita um, in a eliminate in an eliminator match. Um, Luchasaurus defeated. Griff uh, Garrison by submission. Claudio Castanoli 
also known, formerly known as uh, Cesaro in WWE, defeated Jake Hager, formerly known as Jack Swagger, by pinfall. Oh, yeah, by the way, congratulations to uh, Claudio Castagnoli. Um, he won his first world title with uh, Ring of Honor. So, yeah, Cesaro couldn't win a title with WWE, even, even though he um, he came close. Uh, but now he he um he won his first title um you know the the Ring of Honor title you know as a member of the AEW brand. Serena D defeated Anna J uh, by submission, and Swerve in Our Glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Scott, Swerve Strickland uh, defeated the Young Bucks. And Team Taz, Powerhouse, Hobbs, and Ricky Starks. And uh, Rampage, um, the House of Malachi, the House of Black, I should say, uh, they defeated um, the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds and John Silver, John Jonathan Grissom, um, you know, he defeated um, Lee, Mori- Lee Moriarty um, excuse me, uh, in a singles match for the, the Ring of Honor title. Um, this was before, um, this was days before, um, before uh, Cesaro beat him. Chris Statlander and Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon, defeated the Renegade Twins, Charlotte and Robin Renegade, in a tag team match. The Lucha Brothers, Penta Osiero and Ray Phoenix, defeat Private Party, and, uh, you know, by, by, um, by, by Pinfall. And, um, excuse me. What was I going to say? Oh, excuse me. Oh, yes, my bad. That was... uh... I was giving you Fighter Fest. I should have gave you, I should have gave you guys uh, Fight for the Fallen. That was the, that was the event I was uh, trying to cover. My bad. That happened the 27th. I mistaked it for Fight for Fallen. All right, here's the here's the results for the Fight for the Fallen that that went down on Wednesday night. Excuse me. John Moxley defeated Rush to retain the AEW World Championship. Ricky Starks defeated Dan Housen, uh, and then he lost to um, Hook in a surprise match. So Hook is the new uh, FTW championship. So Hook regained the title that his father uh, put on the map in ECW. So Hook is the new FTW champion. Ricky Starks turned babyface. As a result, um, Powerhouse Hobbs attacked him um, 
So that basically and their their um their Ricky Stark's affiliation with Team Taz. Um, congrats to Hook. Sammy Guevara defeated uh, Dante Martin in a singles match. Swerve Strickland defeated Tony Nese and Mark Sterling in a two-on-one handicap match. Uh, Keith Lee was barred from re- ringside. Thunder Rosa uh, defeated Muyu Yamashita to retain the AEW World Championship. Daniel Garcia defeated Brian Danielson in a in a um by t- by uh you know technical submission uh in a singles match which was uh, an upset biggest upset in AEW history and then if you guys don't want to hear about what was going to go down tomorrow well actually uh here's the matches that's going to be for tomorrow or should I say later today you got Lee Moriarty versus Matt Seidel. Ethan Page versus Leon Ruffin. Best Friends versus Jay Lethal, uh, Sanjay Das, and uh, Sanam uh, Singh. And then you got Anna Jay versus uh, Ruby Soho. But there's even bigger news. Uh, Ric Flair is going to have his last match. Uh, on Saturday night, if I'm not mistaken, or is it Sunday? I think it's Sunday. Uh, let me just make sure. Did you see that video of, of the, the the of Ric Flair last match? The um. The I did. I, I saw the preview. Yeah, I did see what happened with it. Yeah, Jarrett and uh, Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. The Jay Lethal. Well, are we spoiling? I guess we are, right? Uh, spoiling? No, the match didn't. Ha- the, the, the match didn't go down yet, right? Well, no, yeah, no, I know that. But I'm talking about like the the build up. What's gonna happen? Who's gonna be battling? And what happened in that? Yeah, in that I mean, video. No, there's nothing to spoil because uh, you know it's the the match didn't go down yet, and basically, um, yeah, everybody who knows about the match knows about the um the build up. So yeah. What, what was well, it, what, what right was now, it right now it looks like it's gonna be Jelito and Jared against Flair and uh, Andrade at the moment. Uh, but yeah, you sent me the video, didn't you? Yeah, you the one that sent it to me. Yeah, yeah. The the match is gonna the the match is gonna go down on the thirty first Sunday night. Um, is this? What's that, what uh, this is it Starcade I think what's it called again the um let me see all right so here's the matches that are gonna happen on Sunday night all right so Adam Priest versus Big Damo, Brian Myers, um, Bully Ray, Crimson versus Crowbar versus Gringo Loco versus James Storm versus Kyle Hero versus uh, Commander versus Ricky Shane Page versus Shin Bon D versus Wolfie D in a bunkhouse battle royale. 
Um, I, I guess I'll pick Bully Ray. I mean, there's a, a like a like Tony P won this battle royale. Um, next match they have is Ren Narita versus Yu Yuya Yimura. Uh, to me, I don't. I'm not familiar with any of these guys, any of these people. Uh, I'll pick Ren Narita. Then you got Davy Boy Smith Jr. versus Killer Cross. I'm picking Killer Cross to win that one. Von Eric. Uh, Marshall Von Eric and Ross Von Eric versus the Briscoes. You got, you know, um, you got um, wrestling royalty battling it out. The um, the descendants of of these um, great um, tag teams from from you know long long time ago. Um, I'm gonna pick the Briscoes to win. Uh, then you got the Wolves. You got David Richards and Eddie Edwards versus Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin. Um, I'm gonna pick the I'm gonna pick the Motor City Machine Guns to to get a, a vintage win victory. Uh, Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, the Rock and Roll Express. Kerry Morton and Ricky Morton. Um, they're going to battle the Four Horsemen, which is Brian Tillman Jr. and Brock Anderson. Uh, Alan Angels versus Jonathan Grisham versus Konoski Takashita and versus Nick Wayne in a Four Corners match. I'm picking Jonathan Grisham to win the match. To um, you know, redeem himself from you know losing the title to uh, uh, Claudio Castagnoli, you know, formerly known as Cesaro. Bandito versus Laredo Kid versus Ray Phoenix versus Torres, four-way match. I'm gonna pick Ray Phoenix for that one. You got triple threat match uh, for the Impact Knockout World Title. You got the champion Jordan Grace versus Diana Perazzo. Versus Rachel Erling uh, for the knockouts title. Um, hmm. I mean, I can see it going either way. Maybe, maybe Rachel Erling could, could win a title. Maybe, perhaps as upset. Um, I think most likely Jordan Grace would retain. But maybe, hey, maybe they might put the title on Rachel Erling. Deanna Perazzo, I mean, she's she's won the Impact Knockout titles multiple times. But maybe they might um, have Rachel Earl, Rachel Erling win it. You know, she's the daughter of the um, of Paul Erling, er, um, the you know the the manager of the Road Warriors from back in the days. Maybe they might make her win the win a title. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm gonna pick a, a an upset. I'm gonna pick her to to win the title over Jordan Grace. Um, let me see what other. Okay, yeah, they have 
Josh um, Josh Alexander versus uh, Jacob Fotu. Uh, he is he he is uh, um, the nephew of Rikishi, so he's part of that the, the bloodline. And um, you know I'll pick Jacob Fatu to defeat Josh Alexander for the Impact World Championship. And then last but not least, you have Rick Flair teaming up with his real-life son-in-law, Andrade El Idolo, versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett for the tag team uh, in a tag team match. Who you got, Rick Flair and Andrade or Jay Lethal versus... Rick Flair uh, and Andrade, of course. Um, when this is Flair's, if this is Flair's last match, I can't see him losing his last match. Uh, yeah, I think I think Flair is gonna win, but then again, generally speaking, um, you know, when it's someone's last match, they usually lose. But yeah, with this build up, I think they they have to put the give Rick Flair the the win here. With the build-up, I mean, it's been a perfect build-up. You know, he's going to fight Jeff Jarrett at first. And then Jay Lito confronted him, you know, because he, he, he felt like, um, you know, he was training with him and, you know, um, Rick Flair is his idol, that he deserved to be in the last match. So Rick Flair told him he wasn't going to be in the match. And then, you know, on the, on the air, Ric Flair was saying that he was supposed to have an interview with Jay Leto about their history. And Jay Leto, um, you know, didn't no show the, the his show, you know, because of the frustration that he was in the match. Obviously, you know, now we know, it's, you know, due to storyline purposes, you know, as far as the storyline. Um, but, uh, you know, Basically, uh, Rick Flair told him that you know he's not he's a, like basically a mid carter. He's not a like a legendary wrestler. So then that's what happened in Jay Lethal, and Jay Lethal snapped and attacked him. Then Jeff Jarrett, after the um the um the interview that he you know Rick Flair and and Jarrett had to promote the match, he broke up the match broke up. Uh, Jay Lethal beating up on Ric Flair, and then Ric Flair was cursing him out. So Jeff Jarrett was a, was you know turn heel and started attacking Ric Flair, and then they jumped him. So now that's how we have the match: Ric Flair and Andrade El Idolo versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Which you know Jay, Jay Lethal definitely deserves to be in his uh, his last match because you know. Um, yeah, man, that Jay Lethal TNA promos, man, have been epic. And, you know, Jay Lethal was, you know, very open about Ric Flair being his idol. And, uh, you know, Ric Flair and Jay Lethal, you know, they, they developed a, a real-life friendship, you know, as a result of it, them working in TNA together. So uh, I think it's very fitting that Jay Lethal is going to, you know, Get to battle against his his uh, his idol in his last match, alongside Jeff Jarrett. And and speaking of Jeff Jarrett, man, this is the Jeff Jarrett week, man. He he's on um he's gonna be on SummerSlam, 
on what Saturday night, and in the following day, he's gonna be in uh, in this event. You know, battling in Ric Flair's final match. Yeah, yeah I would agree. Uh, yeah, Jared. Uh, yeah, he has been all over the place lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on Raw too. Yeah. Looking forward to that match. Intrigue, uh, you know, you got that whole Jay Lethal, Ric Flair rivalry, you know, going mm-hmm. back to um, Impact Wrestling, TNA. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Then for Lethal to think that Ric Flair betrayed him, you know, that whole mm-hmm. storyline. It's, it's, it's very interesting. And I yeah. wonder if uh, Jay Lethal will bring out his uh, his uh, Black Machismo character or even come out as a his Ric Flair character. It's refer you know, in, in, in impersonation. So yeah, that's what. But yeah, Jay Lee, so he, he turned heel. So I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna do that though. But then again, he could do the Ric Flair as in a mocking kind of. Right. Way. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. So I, you know, you might have a point there. But yeah, that 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 match is um, a lot more intriguing than I thought it would be. You know. You know, before, you know, Jay Lethal was inserted to the match, you know, it was just, you know, I hope they don't get hurt, you know. Didn't really have that much interest in it, but it really got real, you know, once, you know, Jay Lethal got, you know, inserted into the storyline and ultimately, um, you know, into, in, into this match. So, yeah, now I'm really looking forward to this match. Yeah. And I agree with you, I think Rick Flair will win. Uh, anything else you'd like to say, Mac, before we head out? Uh, check out my show, iMac. Uh, maybe this Saturday after yeah. SummerSlam. So check that out and come back here and check out Sports Server Legend. Uh, maybe Saturdays at 10 or 11, I should say, only on Block Talk Radio. Or will you be doing your show uh, next Saturday? Oh, me? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be doing it on Saturday. Um, I think I would have to maybe, maybe do it next, next Thursday or, or Wednesday, depending on, you know, if I have time, hopefully, because I'm going to be, uh, busy, uh, uh, next week and the upcoming weeks as well. So I don't know. So I, I would, I would say most likely the next episode, this next episode would probably be Wednesday or Thursday, you know, but. Yeah, keep you know, keep your eyes uh posted on uh on the upcoming episode. So uh he's Mukali Matthew. I'm William Ramo. Of course check out his show IMAC. Check out my YouTube channel Sports Urban Legend T V and of course keep it locked in on Sports Urban Legend with me, William Ramo and uh, and Mukali Matthew. God bless you. And uh, God bless you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this show. And hopefully we'll see you next week. Um, Peace.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.